What is up, everybody? This is the Two Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast. My name is Neil. I'm Christopher. And hey, it's Joe. We are Three Guys Drinking Whiskey. Some damn good whiskey. Damn good whiskey today. This is your first time listening to the show. Welcome. We discuss and drink whiskey, everything from local finds to rare bottles from all around the globe. Today, we have a special episode because we've got neighbor Joe back with us, as you heard. He is off his 75 hard challenge, which means he can drink with the boys again. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm but pretty can, excited. can you hang with the boys? I, <laughs> I, ate, I ate before I came. Thank you. You ate before you came? I usually eat I tried to do the other way around. <laughs> yeah, get, go get me a sandwich when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. You're, not, you're not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. Today we have a show where we're going to feature whiskeys that have been finished in other barrels, such as port cask, cognac finish, and a nice Caribbean rum cask finish. We got the Bellmead cognac finish. We've got the Woodenville port cask finish. We also have for our heavy hitter, the Blood Oath bourbon whiskey finished in Caribbean rum casks. Packed number five, to be exact. I think this is our first show that we've ever really focused on a cask finish show. We've had cask finish, diff- you know, different scotches and stuff like that before, but this is all bourbons, all finished in something else. Right. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, it's the finished show. I guess before we get into the, the brass tacks about it, when it comes to like a finished whiskey, do you guys consider that like still like a straight bourbon or do you consider it more of a added flavor to it? Because essentially, it's it's picking up notes from different barrels. So do you think it's more of a flavor whiskey, or do you still consider it like a true bourbon? I'd say it's still a true bourbon, but I think I would have to like the bourbon from the distillery first before I'd want to go into their finished right. bourbons or whatever, just to be able to appreciate whatever they're putting out first. I would hate to have someone have like a really shitty bourbon, and then like, oh, we're just going to we're just gonna finish it and port cast the cover up our our mess that we made type of a thing so i'd like to understand that it's good bourbon first oh i got you sure yeah in order to appreciate what we're drinking first i want to start with a what's in the bag what's in the bag what's in the bag hey hey what's in the bag neil christopher what's in the bag what's in the bag what's in the bag what's What's in the the bag? bag wow so what's in the bag what's in the bag let's what's find in the out bag? shall we brought it in that brown paper bag the only clue i'm giving you is that it comes in a 1.75 is it black velvet yeah that's a big boy what the hell is that well i'm not gonna t- you gotta guess <laughs> it's a screw top that's the cool part about uh about two guys drinking whiskey is they're they're handicap accessible i got my own little little setup down here oh yeah it's yeah. nice they give me a paper towel and everything. <laughs> we've got like, we've got like a, a straight up like standing table bar. You got it. Maybe we should put a picture online yeah. just to show the people what's going on here. Joe just like pops his head over. Yep. He's the tallest one here. And he's still gonna pop his head up and look at nah, it. I just rest my chin on the table, <laughs> like a like a sad dog waiting for a treat. <laughs> give me the whiskey. Is is this whiskey that we're drinking out of the the what's in the bag? I would not bring anything besides whiskey. Okay, I'm just just making sure it's not like a. A brandy or okay. something like that. You guys can smell it, taste it, guess what it is. If you ask me questions, I'll give you yes or no answers. It smells salty. Salty? Yeah. It does smell salty. Hmm. I didn't pick up salt. What? <laughs> yeah, I guess I get a little bit of salt. It's not super sweet. It's got kind of like a dull sweetness to it. I can't pick up anything extraordinary extraordinary out of it, though. Not like heavy wood, nothing. Nothing really intense. 
So I'm going to give you the distiller's notes. Since 1946, this bourbon has been held in high regard. 80 proof and distilled from corn, rye, and barley malt. It's smooth and simple, yet robust in its own way. There is much to love about this bourbon that has withstood the test of time. And it really has withstood the test of time. Is it Four Roses? No, it is not. 80 proof. I was just trying to guess the color on the, the cap there. Aged three years. In a plastic bottle. It's probably been sitting in that bottle for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in a plastic bottle, yes. Comes in a Texas liter. I'm sure you can get one liters of it, too. Price point, 20 bucks. 20 bucks, huh? For the Texas liter, for the 1.75. And that's high-end, I, I think, on it. You're going to have to give me another guess. I don't know. You can guess all you fucking want. Just... <laughs> Or give, give me another clue. Okay, this is a bottle that I found when I was in Rochester, and I'd never seen it before. Now you can buy it at Woodman's in town here, and you can also buy it at Festival. I've seen it at Festival today, which is our two local grocery stores. It's bottom shelf, yet one of those bottles that is held in high regard. Drink smooth. It's an easy drinker for sure. It's smooth, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's smooth. It's smooth. Excellent introductory. It's something you're, if you're going to be drinking all night, this is a good way to kind of start. Right. That's kind of why I wanted to do this first. I, I didn't want to drink a bunch of really high-flavored shit that we're going to be doing coming up here. This is like the Barry Manilow whiskey. Have you guessed anything yet, Joe? No, I just I, I don't know. Is, is, is um, it a big distiller like Beam or something like that or Buffalo Trace? Well, we're out of time. I don't know. Yeah, no we're sure. out of time, folks. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. oh gosh, okay. Guys ever had this I would before? have never guessed it. I didn't think no, so no, no, there's no way. Anyway. There's no way. Ancient age, <laughs> Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey for twenty bucks for a fucking. Yeah. They really dress up that plastic bottle. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they really do. I'm trying to compare it to the olds in my mind right now, like the Overholt and you know Very Old Barton and stuff like that. And you can't care to compare it to the bottle and bonds because it's no. slightly different there. But if I was going to drink any rail whiskey, this would be the one. I think I would have to agree. This is probably the best like sub twenty dollar whiskey for that for that size. So you think? I oh yeah, for that size for sure. Yeah, a one liter is probably going to be around fourteen, fifteen bucks. That's yeah. Under under the twenty dollar range, I'd say Vario Barton first for me, but that, that, that's still. But it'd be it'd be this one then, maybe mm-hmm. Old Granddad and brings up the rear Old Overholt and it's peanuts. I'm not a big mixer guy, but that's definitely something to have in the cupboard for. For mixers. I've been using this for mixers. Yeah. yeah. Little Coke Zero with it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought it just to try it. It was like, it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun. It's easy. And it's not horrible either. So. And, and it dresses up nice. Like you want, you want, you want your, uh, your cheap bottles to dress up nice. It dresses up nice. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's got some nostalgia to it. I, I mean, a lot of people have talked about this as being one of those. If I was a whiskey guy when I was in college, well, I probably was because I was 30. But <laughs> in my 20s, if I want to save money and get a good whiskey, this would probably be the one. Good call. Good stuff. So there you go, folks. If you're looking for a good cheap drinker, each and age. What should we get to the feature? Let's do it. The main creature feature. So we're going to start with the Woodenville bourbon finished in port casks. Right. Bourbon, <laughs> Bourbonville. Woodenville won a bunch of awards back in 2016, I believe that it was. Oh, what was it? Best craft distillery bourbon. Shit tons of awards for their bourbon. And I've never had their port finished bourbon before. I never knew it existed. So I, I I got it at Starks randomly just sitting on the shelf or whatever. I'm like, hey, I've never seen this before allocated. They're like, no, it's just a random delivery that we got or whatever. Looking it up online, you can only only get this at the distillery in Weird. very select few stores in Washington. I, when I was looking it up, I was, just, I was kind of amazed at how rare that it is, especially for our area. Yeah, so they use their award-winning bourbon. 
And then they go ahead and throw it in port uh, barrels for six months. So nice. We've that, heard that six months is kind of like the top or the, the longest you'd want to have something sit. So I'm guessing it's going to be kind of rich. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's find out. That's a we? fun hunting find, though. I didn't, know, I didn't know what I was getting until after I looked it up. Yeah. But I knew when I seen it, I've never seen it before. So yeah, 50 bucks too. 49 dollars So it was, it was worth the... Oh, nice pop. Yeah, great pop. I love their bottles, too. Looks looks good. Looks dark. It is dark. Get that port. Yeah, anytime it's finished in a Ding. in a wine barrel, it's going to be dark. It's a nice bottle. It makes for a lot of dripping, though, on the yeah. pour. Yeah. So they, they, Woodenville is kind of, well, first off, guess where Woodenville Distillery is at? I'm going to guess probably Kentucky. It's in Woodenville, Washington. <laughs> I, 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 thought you just, I thought you just said Washington. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't paying attention. It's, it's in Woodenville. I just, good name. What, 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 what do you want from me? Christopher Talks. I don't listen. Um, and then uh, these guys actually learned how to distill whiskey from um, the former head distiller over at Maker's Mark, which is kind of interesting. This is not a weeded bourbon. Dave Pickerel definitely uh, showed him what's up. Let's see if he did show them what's up. Smells great. Kind of a lighter nosed for me. What do you think? I definitely think it's light on the nose. Yeah. It's hard to get notes, but I have this shitty glass. Not heavy. You try to do... I, I like to sniff from the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil was making fun <laughs> of me yesterday when I was doing that. And, I was, and he was like, oh, he's one of those guys. I didn't make fun <laughs> of you. I was like, let's, let's see it. Let's see it. We're like, is he going to do it right here in front of him? Or is he going to do the side sniff? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, he yeah, did yeah. I was hoping he would have stood up and put one of his legs. <laughs> I need my chair to put, yep. my, put my fucking foot up. We did an interview yesterday, and Christopher was pulling all the stops with his techniques i even freaking had my way with his whiskey hopefully he didn't get too pissy he did make a funny face yeah he's like, like he's like oh he's like oh why did, why did he do that why did he do that uh, reblending is that what yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it was good too the fucking blend was really good this tastes good back to the whiskey here it's got legs but it doesn't have a heavy mouth feel like a lot of port finished whiskeys do i think it's it's kind of it's thin and smooth, not yeah. over heavy. And you don't have that dryness to it as well. This is it's like drinking water, really good water. Yeah. I. It's thin and wispy. Yeah. Like virgin hair. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to. I, I wasn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Like Donald Trump. Donald Trump's hair. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Donald Trump's toupee. Mm-hmm. Thin and wispy. It is though. It, it it is. It is. It is. God dang, that's smooth. Well, the, the dark the darkness of it, I thought it was going to be a little bit thicker, so it kind of played a trick on you though. I need to go back in for more. I think it's thicker than a normal bourbon would be, but it's not as thick as I from the color. I thought it was just going to be a a meal. What are you getting for notes? Tasting notes. Mm. I get I get a lot of cherry. I get I get wood out of it though too. Maybe a little bit of chocolate at the end. Like a like a dark chocolate type of a thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's the I think the big big three that stick out to me. It's not as intensely port as you would expect, right? For six months, we've done a lot of other port cask finish. We you know the Midwinter Nights, which is a port finish. Mm-hmm. Rock Filter Dessa, Dessa. is mm-hmm. a port finish. Mm-hmm. Those are both rise, but they're still very intense with the plum raisiny right. kind of portness to it. Even the the Driftless was. Was a really dark, fruity, good. This is not so dark, fruity, but it's fruity. It's like uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Who who's dark and fruity, Neil? The basketball player. I was I was I thought you were thinking Dennis Blake, Blake, Rodman. Blake Gr- Dennis, Blake yeah, Dennis oh, Rodman. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bit, I thought you were going Blake Griffin. <laughs> that makes that. 
This is like Dennis Rodman. That makes sense. It, it, so cherry, I was just thinking when I was drinking this too, and I had you guys over there at night, but mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't doing any tasting notes that night. I think I've lost a little bit of like my ability to taste as deeply. Oh, maybe. Taking yeah, the time sure. off. Yeah. Picking them up. Which kind of pisses me off. Well, what, what, what do you get then? Do you get any of the cherry, any of the, the lighter a fruit little, that Neil gets? A little bit of the cherry, mm-hmm. but then I'm still like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure it out, which is annoying to me. Okay. Don't feel too horrible because nothing is really shooting out at me either. Well, th- this is what Woodenville says should be in there. Okay. okay. So the port finishing process adds a viscous mouthfeel, which I don't think it's that much, but this is also proof down. So if I'm comparing to what we tried yesterday right out of the barrel, uh, that's a it's a hard comparison in my mind to get my mind around this isn't as thick as I want it to be. Right. Because it's proof down. This is probably what it should taste like. Or gotcha. This is what the mouthfeel should be like. Um, notes of candied cherry. Got it. Plums. I don't necessarily get plums out of it. Berries. I don't know if that's what you're kind of getting, Neil, maybe. I don't know. Light fruity. Yeah. Chocolate on the top. That is right. The, yes. <laughs> cho- chocolate on the top of the traditional bourbon flavor characteristics. So and I do get that light bourbon, maybe the wood, but I don't get the traditional like vanilla and caramel and stuff like that out of it. I think the the, the cherry and chocolate come come through with me. All set aside, very delicious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This yeah. is an excellent purchase. You remember how much you paid for this? Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, fifty Four bucks, man. This is good. It's a special you can't beat. Mm-hmm. We call it the sword dick special. <laughs> we <laughs> you can't beat it. Who's we? <laughs> Well, we we all do now. It's like saying they. They is a me and my yeah. imaginary yeah. friends. Term. When I make jokes and laugh to myself, and everybody's like, "Why are you laughing?" <laughs> me, we, me, we, and, me and Dennis do. Me and Dennis. We thought it was funny. <laughs> the, the the dark fruity basketball. <laughs> the <player>. dark fruity. <laughs> Hate mail is gonna start rolling in. Yeah, that's okay. From Dennis Rodman. <laughs> He'd probably enjoy it. He's gonna have North Korea come after you. Like, man, it's the second time somebody has compared me. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Dennis Rodman doesn't sound like old redneck. Yeah, probably not. That's the second time. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't sound like that. No, I'll have to have him on the show sometime. <laughs> Hit him up. <laughs> I heard he's a big fan. Yeah. Tag him. Tag him on Instagram. See what happens. We have been. We've been tagging hot candy for freaking a couple months now, and that person hasn't come through yet. Well, not that you know of. <laughs> that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Check the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> check that, that obscure box that we never check. From like people that don't follow us, but they just like message us. Oh, so yeah, you have like the you have the, you have the primary message, primary. the general message, and then you have like the pending or whatever. Pen, yeah, yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. You, oh. dude, you should. You probably have a lot of different <laughs> messages in there. You should check it out. <laughs> it's usually chicks who want us to check out their webcam. Mm. Friends only or whatever. Something. No, yeah. It actually Are, doesn't happen. Friends only or what is it? Is friends only? Right? Fans only. Fans only. Fans I only. I don't know though. Let's all, let's all just pretend. I'm not saying I'm a member. I'm just... <laughs> Are we ready for the next one? I am. I, I'm ready. That Woodenville is so damn... It is. It is good. It's smooth. Good. I'll give you my glass. What a great find. Yeah. And and a find that you didn't even know you were finding. And then you found then you found it in the start. It's a great story. That's why you go out and hunting for, hunting for I, bottles. I bet, I bet you I found that bottle back in June. Well, it's been sitting on your yeah. shelf? I've, I don't know. I've been waiting for a good time on the show to open it. Oh, genuine opportunity. Yeah. And just the thing, we almost did a Scotch show today. Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's a good pour, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> it's a gentleman's pour. Yeah. Hopefully the wind's at your back when you wheel home. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get Joe fucked up. So all right, now we are into the Bellmead Exo Cognac finished bourbon. I've never had Bellmead before, so this will be interesting. Mm, I've 
had a couple drinks out of this bottle. This one has a nose. It's got a very dry nose. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it was just a little hot and a little, yeah. a little higher than I thought it would be. Joe, you're not allowed to speak until you're the third one to speak because you have to catch up a little bit. So you need some uh, guidance. As far as nosing? Nosing, drinking. It is. It's It's true. It's, it's true. It's, it's, I kind of like his amateur. <laughs> yeah. It's like a young child's opinion on you. Yeah. Like, wow, you're really fat. <laughs> Thanks, kid. Dad, your arms are really soft now. You're true. You're so true and it hurts. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Young kids and old people are always so honest. Mm -hmm. It is. It is the young kids and old people. Like, wow, you've put a few pounds on, haven't you? You don't fucking say that to a guy. (laughs) Wait, you got nothing to lose. Our Bellmead bourbon finished in XO Cognac casks is a result of painstaking attention to detail. It all started by seeking out only the finest XO Cognac casks and bourbon barrels with the perfect character to be accentuated by the barrel finishing. This blend was finished until just the right balance of bourbon to cognac cask finishing was achieved. Non-chill filtered and proved to its sweet spot. This is Bellmead bourbon finished in exo cognac casks. Wasn't easy to create, but nothing good ever is. Have you ever had exo cognac? Yeah. I don't think I have. I think I had the, the Hennessy. So this is 90.4 proof. Again, a little lower. I'm going to give it a taste. You guys go ahead and talk. I'll drink. I already gave it a taste. I'm waiting for you guys. I gave it a taste too, but I'm waiting for it. <laughs> it definitely tastes hotter than the Woodenville. Woodenville was smoother, I think. This one has a bit more bitey character to it, though. Not like a not like the Kentucky Hug or whatever shit that they say. Mm-mm. It's not like in the chest. It's in the like a hotness in my mouth, like cinnamon hotness. Top of the mouth, me. front of the mouth. Yep. Mm-hmm. In the back, it's it's. There's no hug. No, it's smooth. No. It's, it's, it's a very smooth whiskey. It's a tongue tingler. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an opposite of a hug. What's the opposite of a hug, Neil? A kiss? No, I was thinking more like a little little slap. <laughs> a little tickle, maybe. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to really say, like, what's the opposite of a hug? There's come some dad joke or something going to come out. Oh, gosh. The opposite of a hug would be... A guh? <laughs> <laughs> a goo? That's just a, that's just a hug spelled backwards. That's not a thing. A goo. I don't, I don't really know what notes I'm getting. It's it's some thicker, darker notes for me, but there's a lot of brightness in there as well. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on. I think I went into it expecting a port. Yes. And that's why I'm like, whoa, this mm-hmm. is different because it is different. When you drink a port finish, it has those darker notes, and this has some of those similar dark notes to it, mm-hmm. I think. But this one is definitely. Maybe spicier, hotter. I would say spicy. And what is cognac? Is that apples or what? What, what do they make it out of? Grapes. Is it grapes? Mm-hmm. Fruit. I mean, you can make brandy. Brandy is distilled from wine. Cognac is distilled from wine. As where whiskey, like bourbon, is distilled from beer. Okay. Like grains. Grain. So it's got to be grapes for cognac. It can be apple. Okay. It can be any fruit, really. It just has to be a wine distillate. Opposed to a gotcha. beer distillate. Gotcha. Most of your bourbons, whiskeys, are going to be distilled from grain. I can't think of one that isn't, but there probably is. Probably one guy that listening back. Oh, I had that, I had that apricot bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> probably Corsair Distillery. We were, we're doing a bourbon distilled from from the seeds of apples, apples, <laughs> apple seed bourbon. <laughs> it's like I've had brandy that was from apples before. Yeah, they have apple brandy. Yeah. They have pear brandy. They have. Apricot brandy. I just want. I just want to be able to like see if like knowing exactly what's in the cognac would help with trying to f- 
figure out what the figure heck the notes. Good thing we're not two guys drinking cognac. We should have had some actual like cognac to put next to it. I got some brandy. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> shitty, <laughs> shitty brandy. <laughs> Bring out some uh, Boston Five Star. This whiskey threw us a curveball more mm. than most other whiskeys we've tried because we've never done a cognac finish. I like it. It's good. Yeah, I just want to. I'm interested R- to know more about R- it. Red apple is a, is is the tasting note. You getting red apple? That's that's what they say on their on their website. I get some vanilla for sure. Yeah, I get a lot of the bourbon out of it, but definitely the cinnamon. I mean, I feel like the cinnamon. They say a touch of cinnamon. I feel like I get more of the cinnamon spice. Is that one of the tasting notes that they say? Yeah, the cinnamon. Okay, yeah. sure, absolutely. Cedar and allspice. I could see that a little bit. Allspice. Those are all the spices put into it. <laughs> it's really good. This isn't a daily drinker for me though. This is something that I bought just out of pure curiosity. So I was starting to get into more of the cask finish stuff. I'm like, oh, that's cognac finish. It sounds delicious. Wasn't cheap. This is probably around 70 bucks. Oh, wow, really? For this bottle, yeah. Yeah, you'll find a lot of the finished ones are going to be a lot more just because they put that extra... Extra little bit of love in the extra barrel that they had to buy. Yep, that's it's a lot of moving parts, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of extra labor, a lot of extra... You know, they're not just letting it sit for 10 years and then dumping it do their thing you know they gotta let it sit for 10 years then dump it then put it in a new barrel and monitor that so it doesn't go too far so what i would really like to see someone at a distillery do is you ever see like a gravity from like stout beers or like barrel finished beers or i think um pinhook's got a gravity now of their bourbon i think every year it's the same bourbon but it's just aged one year longer so you can taste the difference over four or five years so that's a gravity Okay. Okay, so it's just like a timeline of that whiskey aged at different points. Hey, right. I would love to see someone do a port cast or like, you know, Bell Mead's the cognac finish or something like that. They do a gravity not by year, but by month. Because everybody's like, oh, you know, the, the guy that we were talking to said six months is the sweet spot for the finish. I, w- I want to know what that taste is that like at one month, two months, three months, four months, five months. And just do, a, do like a, a sample of each one. And just sample the difference and see, like, really what's the difference on aging it that many months. I think that'd be an easy gravity to come up with. People purchase, like, a a box of six different small bottles and they can kind of taste the difference on down the line. Yeah. That's, like, that's a niche for that, though? It'd be for me. <laughs> Good for you, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think you can make it a niche. If I'm making that and then you give it to people like you guys or, you know, like people on YouTube and, hey, like, do this. And then everyone's mm-hmm. like, wow, that's really cool. And then all of a sudden, it's, it's a cool little niche. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be a marketing thing, right? I know, I know the gravity yeah, more the, than anything. In the beer world, gravity is a huge thing. So they, they yeah. want, they want to know what the 2015, 16, 17, 18, what they all taste different, but those age in the bottle too a little bit. So it's right. But here's the marketing thing that can, that's, that's the pull, I would assume, is that, each person's going to go, oh, I really like it at the three-month or the four-month or the two-month or whatever. Like, you know I, what I mean? I think a distiller's got to be really strong and open to criticism if they do that because then people are going to fucking light them up and be like, oh, you dumbass, why didn't you freaking bottle it at the three-month? Because that was the best. Why'd you bottle it at the six-month? And make it a lot, little bit of chatter back from those who would buy it. And I think those that would buy that gravity is the more the connoisseur type of a person saying that. I want to see what this guy's got over the months type of thing. Right. And we, we've been to distilleries and we've tried their product over time, but we can't, we never put it like up against each other. Right. Yep. So it, it'll be. Which that'd be, that would have been interesting. Right. I guess. If we would have been smart, that's what we would have done. Yeah. 
but we're not smart. No one's ever accused us for being smart. <laughs> I took a step back to the ancient age. I had a little bit in my one glass. Okay. I, I just threw that down. How'd that taste? Ooh. It wasn't bad. Oh, really? It was not bad oh. at all, but it was like, didn't taste anything like it did when we first started. Sure. Well, this finishes with a lot of spice, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You get the allspice, you get the, the the cinnamon notes. If you guys want to try some more of this after we're the- done... Like we have some to pour, so it, it's it's kind of a it, it's kind of a cool process to see we're drinking finished bourbons and then go back to like just a straight bourbon. Was well, like a palate cleanser, or just like what the baseline is, yeah. and then you can kind of like wow, this is what yeah. this tastes like compared to what it tastes like with this. Sure. So if you kind of go back and forth with them, granted this isn't like a super high grade, but it's a very it's good though. It's yeah. an easy baseline yeah. bourbon. You ready to dump jump into this uh, third one, or you need a you need a second there, Joe? We can jump. Yeah. We can jump. I'll I'll leave uh Bell Mead to I'll, I'll come back to her. Oh, it's a broken cork. The cork this is, is broken. This is going to be a oh, oh, oh boy. Did you drop no. it? No. No. That that's a valid question Ooh. too cuz I drop a lot of things. Yeah, he's got <laughs> I don't know if I want to be the one that tries to open this son of a No, bitch. you are for sure. Oh, okay. it's going to go. So so the the blood oath talk 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 to us about the blood oath real quick while I try to so it's 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 fucking thing. 2015 is when they came out with their first edition. Each one is completely unique and different, and um, each each one has a different allotment of cases that they do. But the, the 2019 was 45,000 bottles. It's still yeah. a lot of bottles. So, so, yeah, still still plenty of bottles to, to get around for sure. But I th- I I do think with it, like any other any other bottles that are specifically unique or won't be made again are are always fun. We were on a, a whiskey hunt trip. That was a lot of fun together. You guys, you guys definitely talked me into this. But the more, I, the more, <laughs> but the more, the more I looked into it, I was like, "This, this is pretty cool." Let me and tell you, I'm glad that we talked you into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's a it's a eight year bourbon that is. They're all three sourced from Kentucky, is what is what they say. So I'm not exactly sure where, but the eight year is finished in a, a Caribbean rum cask. And then mixed with an 11 year and a 13 year bourbon, and then Blood Oath is always the 98.6. That's that's their that's, that's their, their part that's of the gimmick, Blood Oath thing. gimmick thing. Gotcha. Yeah, and it, it was a good price too. What'd you pay for this? Yeah, 99, 99, 99.99. Damn, that's a smoking deal for this bottle. I think. Look at this guy not trying to break that cork. It broke. Ooh, maybe not. You're getting there. It's coming up. Yeah, it is. Fucking MacGyver. I just need my Swiss, was, Swiss Army knife here. And <laughs> your masking tape. My masking tape. Mm-hmm. You need a paperclip. Hey. All right. Yes. Here we go. I, remind me, I got a cork I can send you home with instead of... Not a very climactic no. cork pop. No. He was easing into this one. It was exciting, though. It was a little scary. <laughs> I'm going to see the cork. He was very gentle. Very yeah. gentle with it. I can be gentle, Joe. Cork smells good. It was a bent cork. Peroni's cork. <laughs> Just pour the damn drink. I did. So Lux Roll, right? Can't put the cork back in it. Lux Roll, Blood Oath. Nice. Yeah, let it breathe. Do we, do we have to like do like a salute or some type of oath or like I'll cut ourselves in the hand and... I was just going to say, get your... Yeah, grab Rub it on each other's face or something like that to be able to drink this right now? I got I'll, a knife. I'll shake hands again. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Oath, huh? Ooh, definitely the most mm. enjoyable nose of the evening. So, Bartender Neil, what's, uh, what's rum made out of? Is that just straight... Cane sugar. Yep, you can make alcohol out of anything that has sugar, but specifically rum is cane sugar. Oh, I love the smell of this one. 
I wish I drank more rum so I could pull out some of those rum notes, you know? The only rum that we got in the house is freaking coconut rum, and I hate coconut. Yeah, drink good rum. There's a difference between rum and good oh, rum. Oh, yeah, sure. We ain't fucking with Bacardi. Although I've had some eight-year Bacardi mm-hmm. that wasn't horrible. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that I know of, the, the college rum, basically. Sure. Yep. Did it say what, what, what rum this is, rum they use the barrel in, or no? I didn't see anything okay. in it. I didn't either. Reminds me of pirates. <laughs> Buccaneers in the room. I'm getting some of that that dryness, like the cognac that we just had. Mm-hmm. Not like dry in your mouth, but it has like a like if you drink a fucking sprite way too fast, it kind of gives you like that burn for some reason. I kind of get that out of it. It's kind of a weird description, but that makes sense. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's like brown sugar. Yeah, very, very much so. Like molassesy. Molassesy is that a word? Molassesy. Yeah, it's definitely more more on the sweet side than. For my palate, the more on the sweet side than than the Bell Mead was. Are they, so they're not all rum cask finish, right? For Blood Oath, they 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 do a different finish every time, or all the different packs. This is very good sweet. I, I wish I could pull out more of the bourbon notes on it though, because it's older bourbon that's in this. It's probably giving it. That's where you're getting a lot of the oak from, because this was initially just a straight up rum finish, rum cask finish. Mm-hmm. And then they mixed it with three other barrels right. of regular whiskey. So I'm guessing with just that rum finish, it was pretty intense. And they had to. Oh yeah, I'm sure. They just smooth it out. And give take it some all other that stuff. Take all that brown sugar out of it. Mm-hmm. So Joe, let me ask you: hundred bucks, would you do it again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets at all. No, I I like the experience of not knowing what you're getting, but knowing that it's once 2019s are gone, then they're gone. Right. And I like that experience of it. I'm I'm trying to see if you can buy a pack five anywhere else, like secondary market or. Oh, here we go. Whoever keg and bottle is, you can buy for five hundred and forty nine fucking dollars. So, Joe, let me ask you this again: <laughs> for five hundred forty nine dollars, would you buy it from? I'm not, I'm not buying it for five hundred forty nine dollars. No? Okay. no, secondary market definitely not. But yeah. it's expensive. But this is this is a good one to have. I would agree. We did the the tenth mountain, the rye or high rye or whatever that bourbon is. That was a hundred bucks, and this is much more complex, appealing um, than that whiskey was. The you know, there's different scotches I paid a hundred bucks for. This is still better than that. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's well done whiskey. It is for a hundred bucks. I think you found a deal on it, and at a deal, this is this is good. We found this at a little liquor store in the middle of nowhere. Essentially, they have they've been sitting on two bottles for the past year or so, mm-hmm. and nobody's gonna buy it where it's at, except for us. We've been yeah. we've been eyeing it up forever, and the box that it, the the wood box that it comes in with with the fire branded. Sexy. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of slip it out, and then the, the cork's already broken. <laughs> like it just—it's—it's <laughs> it's got so it was, much character. It was so excited. <laughs> so, I mean, they already broke the cork. Yeah, for me. yeah. Come come on. Broken cork. Yeah, this is something I'd pull out for just people that like whiskey, and that's it. I know a guy that has all of these. No shit. Yeah. So we could go try them all if we want to. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm you can. Excited. This could be appealing to a lot of people because of the sweetness. Doesn't have like a lot of the harshness to like some of the whiskeys that we drank that we still enjoy. Right. This is this is more appealing because like I think a lot of the Finnish ones are more appealing to the masses because they have an extra sweetness to it, an extra flavor that kind of pushes the bourbon to the side just a little bit. Right. I think it's still good. I think it's a novelty for me having a, a finished bottle because I, I I like a bourbon. I like a good Scotch. I like you know everything else, but having this heavily finished whiskey is nice to have one or two bottles but it wouldn't be my go-to i i agree with you 100 percent. it's a it is a novelty mm-hmm. and it's nice to have in the bourbon world too because there's so many 
solid bourbon is that it's nice to try something different, have something truly unique, and this is definitely that. Yeah, I and agree. I, and I think you guys know this about me, but like my go-to is always, especially in the winter. Now that winter's coming up, it's getting colder. I like that hug. I like to be hugged. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Let's go back to the ancient age. Just give it a just give it a quick sip. Give it a nose. <laughs> Don't even go for the nose. Let's go for a sip. You're getting old overholt a little bit. Little just bit more just more. so you know, this this episode isn't sponsored by Asian Age, but no, I feel like it is. It's a lot more heavy caramel. Oh wow! I just I just uh, just glanced at it, and you can the caramel just pops for me. Yeah, I it's, think I'm getting like artificial flavoring. It's so bland. Mm-hmm. There's nothing artificial about it. But yeah, it's just exactly. Like, yeah. It might be good palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give it the, <laughs> give it the Asian Age. I, I'm cleanser. giving it a I'm giving it a drive by with my nose, and I'm I'm smelling. Uh, uh, a Werther's in some yes, grandpa's yeah, 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 pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. Yep. It kind of it's reminiscent of not ha- the sugar free kind either. Of like of just Halloween candy or no, just, that's, yeah. yeah, no sugar free there. That's the real deal. The diesel of the Werther's. <laughs> the diesel. <of> the, <laughs> the diesel super cheese of the. I would. Werther's. I will say that going from the ancient age to the 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 blood oath, it brings out some of the more notes. On the the blood oath, I think it gives me a point of reference for yes. maybe a bourbon, maybe, and then it starts bringing out more and more and more. And I'm getting way more of a mouthfeel out of it now than I did before. Yes. So instead of doing a finish, 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 finish regular bourbon, do a finish regular bourbon. That's why I wanted to bring this. Just uh, you're so smart. Yeah, kind of. Well, guys, if you don't mind, I'm going to mix all three while you guys chat about uh, what everyone chat about. Do some shopping, do some uh, I want to talk sex capades, whatever you want to do. Well, I, was, I want to talk to Joe specifically Ooh. about your, your 75 hard challenge that you did because Joe took 75 days off from drinking, but not just drinking, but it was 75 days. Of just Well, just tell us what you did. Yeah, so 75 hard, is, it's 75 days of two workouts a day, which the workouts don't have to be hard or anything like that, and that's not the hard part about it, as, especially for me as an athlete, like I, I work out normally. Uh, 45 minutes have to be outside, which, um, there's a couple days that kind of sucked on that or, you know, it's dark out, you don't want to go out, whatever. But, and then 10 days uh, or 10 pages of reading nonfiction, um, a gallon of water of day. What was your go-to nonfiction? Sorry. My go-to nonfiction was like self-help type oh, okay, books okay. or whatever. Yeah. How not to Nothing. be an asshole or whatever that book is. <laughs> That would be one of those books. Um, there was one of those books. Yeah, I didn't read that one. I had read that already. Unfuck yourself. I think it's okay. Exactly <laughs> nice. Called, yeah. Yeah. Which was, and that whole thing is, I'm reading a bunch of non. Uh, I'm reading a bunch of self help books because at some point I want to write a book that's like anti self help. Which oh sure, kind of yeah. Anyway, a new uh, basically a, a, a different take on self help. But anyways, a gallon of water, no drinking, uh, follow a diet, and then no cheat days as well. So the no cheat days and the no drinking was easily the hardest part of, of the challenge. I bet. Sure. So now that it's done, tell us what you got out of it, how you feel now, and what did you learn about? Was yourself? it worth it? Yeah. Uh, was it worth it? Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I guess so. It, I don't even know if Neil knows this, but so and Christopher came that camping trip but as we did we did a camping trip we started talking about 75 hard yep then neil and i were going to a gas station driving and he's like yeah april could do it but i don't think you could 
So I was like, <laughs> oh, and, and that was I like the honesty. I and that the was honesty. literally the dagger of like the yeah. next day, like the next day when we got back from camp, and I'm like, we're Fucking doing it, we're, yeah. we're doing it. So like, <laughs> so it was kind of like, and then because uh, you guys asked me, like, hey, what do you guys say? Fuck that. Yeah, and then Chris was like, nope. <laughs> um, what I got out of it is. Number one, there's there's a couple things. Number one, I like have always teetered on uh, addiction, kind of runs in my family and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, like I'm gonna see if I can just step away from drinking for no reason, really, because I didn't think I really had a problem or anything like that. And sure enough, don't. Awesome. And then so that's cool. And then yeah, like the diet, the diet aspect of it. And so running to either like sweets or I don't know comfort food or. Uh, I need a drink because I'm stressed out type of thing, which is right. totally normal and fine. But yeah, just making sure that I'm drinking healthy, I'm eating healthy, and I guess that's what I learned. I don't know. This is really hard for a lot of people. So like, I know someone who runs their own fitness business. You know, she started it fucking five or six times already, and she can't get past like the first ten days because she'll, you know, fall back on something else or like emotions get control of you or it's being able to be, being able to control yourself in certain situations i think is extremely hard for a lot of people yeah some people not so much but i mean like joe is training as an athlete and stuff like that it's perfect training to set you up to be successful at this yeah um type of thing and well in april she doesn't drink it was well anything, it was so dis- <laughs> yeah there was discipline there and then i think that's the other thing too is like i had someone to do it with right and so then we we ended up especially late at night where it's like hey you got to get that workout in or like hey you you still have 20 ounces right. to drink or whatever it would be obviously like my wife drinking is not her thing that's cool whatever and so that was easy for her right but some of the other stuff was harder for her like the workouts were a little bit harder for her or mm-hmm. um stuff like that so and then the other thing too, I think that I learned uh, a little bit of shout out to you guys. Like you guys, obviously we all drink together. It's kind of what brought us together is like trying to, you know, different, uh, different drinks that we like to have or right. share different drinks. And so having support from people that I normally would drink with, I think is important. Too. Yeah, so we're not, we're not, we're not calling you an asshole or like, yeah, like trying to throw it in your face I, or anything like I that. Think, Maybe I think fun mo- every once in a while. I think for most people, like they have too many people that, that would just like to see them get Tear, tore down or something. I don't know. Like right. Oh, yeah. Your support yeah. system or like the people around you are, are going to help either help you be successful or not. So, right. Yeah, a lot of yeah. enablers out there. Well, sometimes misery loves company too. So if I, if I'm an alcoholic or I love to drink and I feel bad about what I'm doing, I want you to be, <laughs> yeah, you want someone to come you down. Want, you want, you right. I want you on right. my level type of thing. So yeah. It makes you feel less shitty about yourself. When yeah, exactly. People are yeah. Sucking it. Well, you're sucking. Well, it. Joe sucks too. So who, what do I care if I suck, <laughs> yeah. you know, type of thing. Yeah. So, yep. Everybody just sucks and it's yeah. okay. Well, we're proud of you, man. I mean, congratulations on, on doing that. Most yeah, people can. Yeah. So. Honestly, I I didn't think you could do it because it was a reflection of myself thinking if I was in your shoes, I can't not drink for 75 days. Right. We do a podcast revolving around alcohol. and Well, I can drink and you can sit there and watch me. I don't care. No. <laughs> I t- I, yeah, I never want to be on your show sniffing alcohol again. <laughs> for sure. That is for sure. Yeah, we can see it in your eyes sometimes. You're just like, what do you, oh. what, what do you think, Joe? How does that smell? You're just like... Smells fucking delicious, and I can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Joe. Well done. Yes. And April, you want to talk a little bit about shopping here? Yeah, let's let's talk about shopping. Uh, you go first. So I did a couple. I went to uh, Total Wine and More. So we, the area that we live in, sucks for buying whiskey. Just straightforward. We, we've we've said it before. I ended up not accepting a job, but offered a job. Kind of still waiting to officially accept it. And my my thing was is. When I finally get a job after everywhere I've applied and 
know, the whole COVID-19 bullshit, I want to treat myself with a nice bottle of something. So, you know, got the offer and I said, hey, Chris, let's go. Let's go shopping. Let's go Total Wine and More. Let's go to Egan, Minnesota, the nice big one up there. And that's uh, let's do some shopping. So we went up there and uh, we hit it up and I sent a lot of good lick picks out to the guys. And, you know, I, I passed up on a ton of good bottles. The Kavalon, the, you know, the Kalila. The, I picked up the, the Compass Box Flaming Heart. And I picked up uh, an Alexander Murray. It's, it's questionable if it's worth the price, but both bottles are over 100 bucks. And picked up a good bottle for Joe. It was that Wee Beastie. Yeah. And then uh, Neil got the Sagamore Double Oak. Yes. Which I'm super jealous because that is a fucking delicious, delicious pour. Killer. Yeah, it's good so stuff. So good. So that, that, was my, that was my big shopping trip. And then uh, we just got back from the Dells over in Baraboo and I stopped at a few liquor stores. And uh, you know, I, I, I picked up, what the hell did I pick up? Oh, that Caribou Crossing mm. was a good mm. one. That, that's, it's very seasonal around here to be able to find that. And I heard it's very good. Beautiful bottle. It's in the cabinet. Okay, as I'm looking yeah, around, in, like, it's, like it's, where is it's it? It's in the cabinet. Yeah, so. you need to. Yeah, I think you need to take the doors off your cabinet. It's like something. the Blantons of up, yeah. Canadian yeah. whiskey. Yeah, put some glass up in there. So I, I can't wait to try that bad boy. And then uh, I actually stopped at the liquor store in Baraboo, and they didn't have shit in there, but they had a beer behind the counter. It was Dark Lord from Three Floyds. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you can't. That, that's a distillery only thing. Like, yep. you got to wait in line for fucking days for the thing or whatever. How much was it? And I'm like, how how much is the the Dark Lord? He's he's he fucking laughs at me. He's like, it's just a decoration. Big fucking guy too. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna talk him out of it or try to steal it from. He's like, no, that's a that's a decoration. <laughs> it's like, all right, have a, a, have de- a nice day. A decoration. <laughs> just a wall flex. Just. Yep. Uh, just a boner. Well, I went to, uh, we had to go to Chicago for a funeral. And so uh, the boys had me stop at Benny's, which Benny's. is, I mean, there's not Benny and the Jets, but just Benny. Weekend at Benny's. And I, I've never been, but I've only heard great things about these places. They, well, if you go to Chicago, I would love to go down there because if we ever go down there for once this COVID deal is gone, we go down there for like the Whiskey Fest or whatever. Oh, yeah, There's sure. like 25 different stores. Right. All around the metro area, and we went to a smaller. Uh, I, I would assume a smaller one, sure, because it was more in the city, and so there's just not a bigger, bigger warehouse. But ended up picking up a a smoke wagon. Hey. They're un, they're uncut. Yeah, and that that's not a bottle I've ever seen in our area. I yeah. had to call Joe up to make sure that he wasn't finding anything good there. He's like, oh wait a second. <laughs> I it literally was like, it was the they had one left, one left. Nice, you and, got it, and got it. Nice. You the man. I've been curious about this bottle forever. So. Yeah, you have been because you sent me the picture, and then Christopher's like, "I really, uh, yeah, I want that." And I'm like, "Well, I think Neil wanted it, but then he's <laughs> like, no, he wanted the other one, but he wanted the, something else.' The journey was it the uh, the wilderness, wilderness. trails? The wilderness, yes, yes, because yes, that was yes. the one that you, that was on like the top of your list. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah. So I ended up getting that one, cool. and um, and what's mine is yours, Neil. We all share. We all share. Just whiskey, though. Neil is stroking the bottle right now. I am. I'm, I'm I feeling did. it. It's it's a it's a sexy bottle. It's, it's, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's cool. It's it's dark. It's got gold label. It's got the wax. It's got a good amount of hype behind it. I think on social media, this is kind of like the cool new bottle to have. It I is. Think. It's MGP whiskey, but it's it is. It's MGP. But I hope it's good. So is Midwinters and a lot of other really good ones out, out there. So I just like I like watching the videos of the guy. Yeah, <laughs> smoking a cigar and wearing his fucking cowboy hat and just. Well, thanks for. Thanks for picking that up. 
Actually, I did buy a bottle on Friday. I was at a liquor store and he had just gotten his his delivery and he had three bottles of Eagle Rare. Okay, yep. And I just ran out of Eagle Rare. So I was like, hey, want to sell me one? He's like, I don't even know how much it costs. So he's like, <laughs> you're tech, like, tech. I'll tell you. So he's like kind of tech, 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 teching it up. I'm like, if it's over 40, I'm not buying it. Hell no. It's like 37. I'm like, I'll take one. Okay. Fuck it. I'll take one. I tell you what, Eagle Rare 10 year. It's like the best like standard whiskey out there. I think. Sure. It's so easy to drink. Good on ice. Good neat. Good. Good in a cocktail. Do you guys have a bottle? Do you guys have a bottle that you'll buy? Yeah, 50 bucks bourbon. 50 bucks. What are you going to buy? I would say probably Eagle Rare for me. Okay. Just because it's enjoyable. Other one, my two favorite whiskeys of the year are Eagle Rare and Woodford Double Oak. But now that's Sagamore Double Oak. I would I would say the Sagamore Double Oak would be the go-to if I can get my hands on it. But I I, I go back to the McKenna. McKenna's, yeah. McKenna's just good. Tenure. Yeah. yeah. I killed one of those last night. I just, yeah. I, just op- I just opened mine the other night. Yeah. yeah. You can't go wrong, I, I don't think. Eagle Rare is really good. Blanton's is really good if you can get it under 50 bucks. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. There's a lot of other good ones out there, but I'm also not super heavy bourbon guy either. So it's right. It's, it's kind of hard to say 50 bucks type of thing. If I had 50 bucks and I was to only buy one bottle, and if I could find it at this price, it'd be probably the Johnny Walker Double Black. Oh, there you it's go. Mm-hmm. Within that price range. Yep. See, if we're going scotch, I think, I would, I think I'd go Wee Beastie every time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <For> <laughs> okay, sure. yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a that's a quite the delicious pour. That's not a daily drinker though. That's like a Friday night. Let's have some smoky smoke. That's a weekly smoky yeah. smoke. Sounds sounds horrible when we describe it as a daily drinker. Like yeah, I know. we have to drink it every day. But we're gonna be drinking whiskey every day in December. So yes, we got the Advent calendar. Oh. Advent calendar. I got I got I got quite a few bottles stacking up around the house right now. Everybody's yep. submitting their bottles and everything else. So that's yep. kind of fun. Everything's in. We're we're ready to start packaging those and getting them out to the peoples i think people will be pleased i think so too a a couple surprises in there i'm sure you're gonna pee into us (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting some peaty notes on this but it really it's kind of watery yeah you can smell it for sure (laughs) so yeah i think this was a great show once again guys thanks for bringing the bottles in and it was it was delicious i think we had some surprises in the group recap it it's a novelty it's good but not something I want um, every night. Yeah, buy it for 100 not for 500 The Blood Oath, definitely awesome bottle to have on the shelf. You come to it. This is going to last you years if you just nurse it. and Like you said, nothing you're going to slam. Or if you're in the mood for something sweeter, definitely the way to go. Yeah, the Bill Mead, not my go-to. Sure. The Woodenville, definitely a go-to. I would drink this one. That was a, that was the biggest surprise for me for the night because I didn't know how it was going to be, and that was I mean it's it's delicious and it's too bad it's a very very select right. type of a thing. That's the thing. If that was more, if that was a regular one on the shelf, I would drink that one. Right, way yeah. more at fifty yeah. bucks too. It's not bad. Right, exactly. If I ever started my own distillery, I'd call it Broken Cork. Broken. Oh, cork. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's good. That's actually really good. It's kind of meaningful too, and. Kind of a weird way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> We've had a few broken corks yeah, in our yeah. day. I like it. Per, I would call it Peroni's cork. cork. Peroni's cork. <laughs> what was that laugh? And that's, that, was, that was a laugh because he got Peroni's cork in 10 times during the show. <laughs> it's the word of the day. <laughs> yep. I, I bet myself before I came here. Fucking like... cherries over there going crazy every time the word goes off. <laughs> Fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Peroni's cork. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's not the whiskey talking. It is not. And we're gonna try one more after the the, the podcast is over. So Ooh, we are. Ooh. A, a, a podcaster's exclusive. Thank Check out our Patreon to find out more. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> go, go to our fans only page yeah, to get yeah, the exclusive yeah, yeah. content. Yep, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Be able to do it with this shirt off. Can we tell the people what we're doing next week? Uh, are we doing the compass box? I wrote it down and I can't fucking understand <laughs> what I wrote. <laughs> We've covered this like fucking 15 times. <laughs> Neil's done a terrible job of listening. You know what we that. should do next week, though, is... P-I-D-L-S-S. Well, Driftless Glenn should be next week, because oh. it's, it's Black Friday. You're right. It is. Yep, oh. That is Driftless. Mm-hmm. So we had the pleasure of going to Driftless Glenn and talking to their distiller, Max, and he gave us a tasting of their new upcoming Black Friday release, and we're going to give you a little Thanksgiving special that day. Then after that, we're going to be traveling down to... Starks. Starks. Do some interviewing with uh, Alex and uh, talk a little bit about the Bourbon Fest. Bourbon Fest. Hopefully he shows us what he's got and uh, maybe uh, you never know. Exclusive on our fans only page. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's only fans. I don't know what the fuck it is. Fans only, only fans. We shouldn't. We're, we're, We're dudes in our like 40s almost. Well, Joe, you're almost 40. I'm I'm halfway there. I'm 38. I'm 35. Jesus. Oh, I'm not even close to 40. Are you 39? You guys are married. Are you 40? I'm 40. I'm going to be 41 in January. 40. Yeah. Old balls. Old. <laughs> Saggy. He puts the sag in the <laughs> So there we go. <laughs> sag and sagamore. Check out our Instagram page. Our Facebook page, Two Guys Drink Whiskey Podcast. Make sure you give us a review, subscribe wherever you listen, and I think that's it. Tell a friend about us. Spread the word. Spread the love. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Everybody have a good weekend. We'll see you next time. And cheers. <laughs>